season. And then after we get off the pod, we're getting ready to go to the game. So nah, it's going to nah, be a nah, good we're one. Doing the, we're doing the when, what are we doing? Wednesday. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I was setting that up perfectly to roll into Nobody Thursday. believes you. They, know we, the they right. know we do night before. They know we do night before. Okay, well, it's the called movie magic. has been ruined. Yeah. It's a movie magic. You killed the movie magic. Yeah, you oh. crushed it for everyone. But, uh, yeah, I'm out no, here crushing dreams. That's what they tell me. <laughs> right. Nick, if you ever want to come on instead of Lachlan, you are more than welcome. Lachlan, you're sacked. You're you're trying to replace you're, me. You've turned into a liability lock. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It's your boys, Maddie B and Locke. What's happening, my guy? You doing all right? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, doing happy okay. start of the week. Yeah, happy start of the week. Oh, it was not a happy start of the week, but I'll get to that in a second. We have a pair <laughs> of eyes staring at us as well. Uh, Nick from The Daily Dribble. What's happening, my guy? What's doing? Ellis, thank you so much for having me on. It's, um, it's been in the works for a little while, hasn't it? So I'm glad we finally made it to the night. I'm super excited to, uh, to talk the shit with you guys. Certainly has. We've been we've been holding you in the shadows, uh, keeping you down, and uh, now it's time to unleash. I'm ready to go. Here we go. There's a, there's an air of uh, pressure about you know because it's been building for so long. I feel <laughs> like I've got a, a lot to live up to now. But diamonds are made under pressure, as they say. We'll sort, start off to saying like fifth and edging or something like that. There's plenty of pressure building, <laughs> and then we're gonna. I like that. Slow and steady now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, so as I said, bro, I had the most fucked trip home. As you know, I went to the country homestead, went out to see Mumsy. I got stuck uh, at Little Hartley. I literally moved two kilometers in two hours. I, I wish I was lying. Friend of the podcast, Cam, was eight Ks further ahead than us. We redid the maths today. It would have taken us eight hours or eight and a half hours to just reach where he was. <laughs> and it took him four and a half hours to get from Richmond to Borkham Hills yesterday. But and, you were, fucked. and the worst thing was he made it to Borkham Hills and the game was cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nick, bit of context for you, bro. We had a basketball game last night and I was coming, I had to do a two hour nah. trek to make it for our basketball game to play. And then it wasn't until we were halfway there, stuck in this traffic for over an hour, that uh, the manager of our team was like, hey, by the way, the other team forfeited. Wow, come on, Matty. I tell you what, mate, that is next level commitment to the cause. Like, going, that is some elite, you know, mentality. Bro, when you're the leading scorer on the team, you have to show up, okay? <laughs> so, we're, we're happy you were saying in Bathurst, we, we might actually touch the ball. Oh, I tell yeah, you what, right, <laughs> I can almost see the uh, the tension in your shoulders already from carrying the team. Oh, right, they're just in my oh, back all the time. Stop it! Can't help but hold this wrist all the time. God, it's just it's tough. It's really tough out here. I have to go. I have to buy a new pair of shoes every year because I wear them out because I'm carrying the guys too. Nah, hard. Yeah, that, this is gonna do me. I'm done. Pack her up already. Up. Short little episode. I'm done. One. A nice and quick one. Is gone. We'll do the rest I'm of the one. Just me and Nick. It's great. <laughs> but, Talk about um, fifth and edging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've come after that. Don't worry. about yeah. So, um, what about what about you, Locke? How was your weekend, bro? Not much, man. We uh, we saw each other for a brief period on Saturday. Checked out the new Batman. It was good. It no was spoilers, good. but it was really good. Would recommend. Yep. And Very then, good things. Yeah, really good. And then besides that, man, it was just a chill kind of Saturday, hanging about, to be honest. And then Sunday was the Lord's Day, so I do fuck all. 
<laughs> You're not a religious man, but yeah, it's the Lord's yeah. Day. <laughs> it's the Lord's Day when it comes to Sunday. Praise be. Thanks be on to him. All right, Nick, how was your weekend, my guy? Mate, same same old, same old. Uh, play a bit of soccer in my downtime, but um, had the weekend off. Actually went up uh, to Launceston. So we're based down here in Hobart. Yeah, uh, took the trip up the highway, a couple of hour trip, went up to Launceston to see the Jack Jumpers play. The Jumping Jacks, the, the how Jumping Jacks, nice. Here you go. I tell you what, I was very fortunate. My partner, um, her boss hooked us up with courtside tickets. So stop it, mate. I tell you what, the uh, the bar got a working out, and um, <laughs> I took all my self control to uh, keep me from running onto the court and uh, doing some damage myself. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, cooler heads prevailed. Yeah, cooler heads did prevail. That's that's beautiful. So you you splurged like your boss splurged the full twenty two dollars to get courtside seats at the Tasmania game. <laughs> that's good to see. That's mate, really we actually see. got bumped up. Like normally he's in the like the second row of courtside, but they um I don't know what happened. We got bumped right to the front, right Ooh. by the hoop. So it was a it was a pretty sweet gig there. Um, you didn't don't remember try to much do a, of the uh, second half by the time the side is hit, but uh, I think it was a good game. Yeah, you didn't yeah, try to do a Glenn Davis and jump a few rows and then get told to go back. I did. I know. I saw that. I didn't did get told to. No, Major was my seat, baby. In his own in his own stadium too. That's just That's, tough. That is tough. Like, what do you do to win it though? Don't you? You got to be have to try. I can't blame a bloke for having a swing. I can't. Like, it's, <laughs> but I mean, that's cool. We, we've talked about going to a Kings game courtside. We, yeah. we, we go to a few. We've been to less this last couple of years, obviously, because of COVID. Yep. But the courtsides look fun. Like, yeah, it looks man. like it looks a good so night good. out. Yeah, no, it's a wicked experience. That's the first time I've been. And probably, you know, my pockets aren't that deep. So I can't see it happening for a little while again. But I tell <laughs> you yet. what, win the lottery, yet. I will be there. Season yeah. pass. It's a pretty awesome, awesome feeling. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. That's uh, that's on the bucket list. And uh, Lachlan, you know, I'm getting married one of these days, so uh, start booking tickets, my guy. Mm, have someone else as the best man. Happy days. Yeah, <laughs> put that on someone else. Yeah, I, I will. Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. I've seen how you handle best man duties. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the pod. As we always do, let's start with the year now report. And we've got a pretty short report uh, today because, as you know, faithful listeners, um, Tuesdays is the NBA pod. So we're just going to be running with NBA. We're trialing it as of this week, NBA, then NRL next podcast later in the week. So I have for you guys, it, it's it's a bit less of a year now. It's more of a better performance. And I want, I want your takes on this. Who's had the better performance in the last 48 hours? Now, you've got four options. Jason Tatum had 54 on 53% from the field and 53% from the arc against the Nets today. Nick Jokic had a massive triple-double, 46, 12, and 11, with three steals and four blocks and an overtime win in the Pelicans. LeBron James, we all know, had 56 yesterday, and that was just fucking godly, Um, especially for him, 54 from behind the arc. And Carl anthony Towns... Fifth and dribble favorite <laughs> shot more than in, 12 in, times. And that's all he has to do. He's only our that's favorite all he's when he has got to do. He shot more than 12 times, had 36, 15, and five on 76% from the field. Now, Nick, I'm going to throw to you first. Who had the best performance the last 48 hours? I tell you what, some absolutely massive performances are. Oh, tell you what, I'm going to go the bias route. As a Lakers fan, I've got Stop to say. It. End the show. End the I've show. Got now. To say, I've end got the show to now. I've got to do it just because their backs were so heavily against the wall. Um, you know, 
I tell you what, even though the Blazers are pretty much tanking the season, they're right there with them, like contesting for that plane spot. So I'm getting pretty on edge at the minute that we're not even going to make the plane. Um, but, you know, LeBron backs against the wall. That was an all-time performance from him. And just his ability probably over the last 12 to 24 months shooting the three ball, mm. like, damn, he was fire from behind the arc. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give it to him. But, again, all, all three others were, you know, it's hard. You know, it's splitting hairs, really. Splitting hairs indeed, and that's why I have no hair because I can't split them. Lachlan, <laughs> what about you, my guy? What's uh, um, who's your for best me, performance? For me, it has to be Cat. Like that stat line is in seventy six percent Cat field, mate. The man went Cat. We had, 70, we had two. We had two fifty percent nah. point games of 46, 12, and eleven, and you went with Cat. Well, we Cat seventy six. <laughs> this is what I want to see from Cat all the time. This is what I, also, I was going to give you a shout out, but I'm not anymore. I was going to say, I was going to say the absolute MVP was you was working the number 54 into Jason Tatum's name somehow. Oh, bro, I, that was well done. I was proud of that. Thank you very much. I was going to give you the shout out. I saw that. And I, saw, I was like, oh, he's putting in work. Look at this. But uh, I put in plenty of fucking work. You know that. <laughs> I just want to see Cat do this all the time. Yeah, like bro, this nah. was. He looked unstoppable out there. Yep. Like, yeah. When he, when he yeah. does this, like, you don't consider Rudy Gobert as a top three center in the league. It's no, you, he absolutely – It's Embiid yeah. and it's Cat. He, like it's, he yep. was out there torching anybody who tried to guard him. Yeah. It yeah, was nah, crazy. It was, that was beautiful to see. Now, we do have a couple honorable mentions. We had 44 points from De'Aaron Fox. Um, it, it did come in a loss, so he, he can't get that. Uh, 36 from my boy Spencer Dinwiddie, who I – Said from the get-go it was going to be better than uh, Kristaps Porzingis. So, Lachlan, how do those <laughs> You know what? You taste? take those L's. You take those how do those L's? words taste? Is. Him you and just... the Latvian laser. Absolutely <laughs> killing it. I'll All give right. you Dinwiddie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, obviously, Cam Johnson had that 38 points with nine made threes. I mean, no Devin Booker, no Chris Ball, no dramas. Um, that was just such a fucking game. But for me, it's got to be Nick Jokic. Like, I don't care about the competition. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas is a formidable center in the league right now. He had a, he had a triple-double himself, but... 46, 12, and 11 with three steals and four blocks. Like, what the actual fuck? What a piss take at the end, though. He was nuts. Like, they looked dead and gone in that one. Even in overtime, they looked dead and gone. (laughs) That was some win. That's that's some backpack shit right there. That is some (laughs) big old backpack shit right there. Has he moved up your MVP list, Matty? Ooh. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know how I feel about Nikola Jokic at the best of times and, and all of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, shout out to our friend who is a Denver Nuggets fan. But um, I guess, I guess so. Like, it's hard know. to deny at some point, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. Like, it it's, really is. Like, I don't know who, I don't know who the MVP is at this point. I mean, like, those, those top three of Joel, Jokic and Giannis, like on their night are the best in best in the world. It's like just yep. you just pick your poison with them, don't you? But we're 100%. also completely disregarding the historical season that uh DeMar DeRozan is. Yeah, having. I know. It's like any other year that guy's winning it. And I know, and it's just out. insane. Everyone's gone turbocharged. If you year. if you break a Wilt Chamberlain record, it's a shoe win that you should get the MB, the MVP. Hundred percent. Not only that, Steph Curry has the most threes in, in NBA history now. So there's another narrative. Like there's just there's about so him. much going on. There John is Moran. So much John Marant as well. Any other year, that guy would be right up there. You just wouldn't freak, read about it. Freak. And I hate the comparisons, but yeah, Derek Rose-esque, like especially yeah. after that lob that he had. Holy oh, fuck. That, was, that, that was nuts. Oh, that guy is so fun to watch. What a freak. He is a freak. He is a freak. But um, yeah, well, thanks thanks for the Jason Tatum shout out, Locke. I really I like that. that. I was kind of impressed with that. For those that haven't seen it, check out the socials at Fifth and Dribble on Insta. Matt's done a fantastic job there. He's worked in the number 54 to Jason Tatum's name. I was going to do a, a full Photoshop edit of it, but I mean, your 
your uh, praise is enough. So I think I'll just, I think I'll <laughs> leave that, it at that. That's all, that's all you do this for, isn't it? For me to tell you I've done a good job. Well, it doesn't happen very often. So yes, I, <laughs> well, you've I take well. it when you get it. <laughs> I, like, I like to be told that I've done a good job by you. Um, all right. So speaking of Jason Tatum, because we are the king of segues over here. Um, I want to start a new segment in, uh, in fifth and dribble land, Lachlan. And I hope that's okay with you. And, and Nick, come along for the ride. We're going to yeah. call it Matt's weird DMs. The, the, the name is in the workshop because, uh, that doesn't sound right at the best of times. It, go, it goes straight to the point. That's what I like sometimes. It does go straight to the point. So Hammers at home. We have said over the last couple of weeks that I have a couple of weird people, you know, reacting into the DMs and, and sliding in. And, and it's just a question mark in general. Well, I had one this week that fucking floored me, like absolutely floored me. So friend of the podcast, Dave. Send me a text message right before this Batman movie. I'm, I'm walking around Woolworths. I'm getting my snacks. I'm flustered. Okay. Cause what do I is want? Is that why do you're I in want? a bad mood all day? Because he sent me this message. I was in a bad mood because you took 10 hours from the fucking parking lot to walk to the shops. <laughs> that okay? do it. That do it. Oh, you ha- you're seven foot tall and it takes you 10 hours to get anywhere by foot. He's like, I don't Nick, he's it. like an unhappy wife. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> I, there's no winning. There's no I winning. Know. I know. All I do is try, mate. Yeah, you, want, <laughs> go for the, you should be going for the prenup. It's too too expensive to get rid of him now. (laughs) He's not worth anything. I'm not coming at him for his money. It's fine. Um, But as I said, Dave slid into the DMs and he says to me, he goes, Jason Tatum's the next Kobe. Through the first 300, and this was his sole argument, through the first 350 games and before the age of 24, Jason Tatum has scored 7,183 points. It's a very precise stat already. Kobe Bryant at that point had only scored 6,610. Okay. I have for you three guys that have scored at a higher clip than that than Jason Tatum. Luka Doncic is at 249 games and is only 1,000 points away. Devin Booker Booker is like 40 games shy and he's already beating him. And Carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is higher than that. And it's impressive because he's only taken six shots. That is true. That's very true. Are they all the next Kobe? Like, what's going on? I understand that Jason Tatum is like, has a crazy mid-range game, can drive. But as I said to Dave, the possessions are running through Tatum. For the first four years of Kobe's career, he was the second or third option. Came off the bench for the first, what, two years? Came off the bench. Like, what the hell? How can you say that he's the next? You want to know who else is uh, just below Jason Tatum? And this this will this will floor you. Here we really? go. Who you got? Andrew Wiggins. Ah, oh, quit it. Wow. Andrew quit Wiggins. It. So quit Andrew it. Wiggins. Out. Andrew That's Wiggins Maple is Jordan. All star Wiggins. All star Wiggins. So he's so he's played thirty more games than Tatum, and at seven point seven points per game is higher than him. So he's, he's scored more points. Andrew Wiggins seems like he should have played. 200 more games than Jason Tatum. Yep. 100%. That's crazy. 100%. That's insane. So, Dave, your theory is debunked. Jason Tatum is not the next Kobe Bryant because I've just named four guys that could easily have been better. Also, LeBron James before um, the age of 24. Thanks. Shout out to Stat Muse because that is fucking insane. He had 11,500 points. So, yeah, that's, take. Yeah, that's, that's just ain't, like, ain't no one catching And had already shit. been to a finals. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I must say, in terms of your weird DMs, Dave has sent you a way more red hot take than that. Oh, he sent me And we touched on takes. a pre-show <laughs> and it involves a certain Boston Celtics center. Oh, oh yeah. Would you like okay. to inform the listeners of this bet? I would. So Dave and I have a current bet, Nick, that um, Robert Williams III will be an all-star in the next three years. Now, I took no. 
gladly. I gladly <laughs> took no. pick. This man is Was telling that paying me, 99 cents to take no? Oh, it's paying $250 to take no. That's fucking, it's, it's ridiculous. Nick, what's your, what's your take on this, mate? You reckon he's going to be an all-star in the next three years? My real question is, what does Dave do for a living? What does he do to make a crust? Because if he's happy to throw that kind of money away, like, he's a guy I need to meet. Um, he's a, he's I'm 100% with you, Matty. 100% with you. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. If he's top three, I'll give him 250 as well. Oh, Dave, Dave said yeah. to make 500 bucks. Here Quite we go. Oh, there go. Slap it down. Here we go. Uh, oh, could be man. a very, uh, I tell you what, he's, uh, if he does it, fair play. I'm more than happy to shell out as well. Yeah. yeah <laughs> do no, you, think, you and me both. Fuck. Do you think Dave's going to have one of those phone farms and like trying to vote for him all next All Star <laughs> game? Do you reckon he's got like the little. He's gonna, <laughs> so, he's a, so he's a personal trainer, Nick. So I'm hoping that he's going to like grow his uh, yeah. his online training to China and then just from yeah, there, as you said, phone farm. Look it out. Just, Oh, yeah, it'll be, gotcha. It'll be like all star Wiggins where like one got- K pop star will send his name out and then everybody will vote for him. <laughs> I tell you what, now knowing that, I feel a little bit on edge. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat a bit in here. Mate, I, if I was you, I'd start saving. That is a lock, mate. That's a lock. <laughs> That's a lock. <laughs> That's a lock. I fucking, oh man, it's what a joke. Robert Williams, the fucking third, like far out. I, I remember being bummed the Bucks didn't pick him. Um, when he was drafted, Bro. he got picked what I think the pick or two after because that was the Michael Porter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, they're going to get Robert Williams, pair him fantastically with Giannis," and I guess that's why I am not an NBA GM. I don't for many I, reasons. I don't think that that's what your sentence was. I believe the next sentence out of your mouth was, "You turned to me and you said, it's all right. We've got John Henson. <laughs> Where the fuck is John Henson now? <laughs> Where uh, the fuck is that guy at? I, st- I still got faith. Where is he? Where at? He is. Um, you know what? I, quick, quick to your. I'm gonna. I need to find out where John Henson is now. Oh, please. Like, Some please. random town in Europe. Please. Uh, his current team is the Detroit Pistons somehow. What the f- <laughs> bullshit? He is not on an NBA roster. Oh, uh, here we go. I've got to, I've got to check this as well now. This nah, is outrageous. So on April 5th, 2021, the New York Knicks signed Henson to a 10-day contract, but he did not see any action with the Knicks. So that was his last contract. He is not in the league currently, fellas. That sounds about right. However, he did play 11 games for the Detroit Pistons and, and averaged six points per game. So, Fair play. Someone pick him Fair up. Play. Pick him up. Pick him up. Bring back John Henson. <laughs> Bring back John Henson. Four Just time playoff sound like a basketball name, does it, John Henson? No, it no, it's not. No, it doesn't. But neither did Larry Sanders. So they had a way of absolutely drafting yeah, like, yeah. non-basketball people. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's get into the let's get into the crux. That's that's the ENR report and the new segment. You know, slide into Matt's DM. So if you are. Uh, if you want to be featured on Matt's weird DMs, then feel free. Send us just a slide us, slide in your most cooked take. Slide it probably in won't be first. as cooked as our actual takes, but you know no, you can no, give it a try. Nothing Nothing red hot dip. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm I'm proud and honoured to be on the first episode of a new segment, and I'm I'm here for it, Matty. Well done, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I'll uh, I'll make sure to run them by you from now on, just so that Legend. we can get your uh, your take as well. Roger that. All right, mate. So as I said, let's get into the crux of things. So. You guys cover the NBL over at the Daily Dribble a little bit more than what we do. Um, Now, we are honorary Kings fans. We go to a few games. Um, COVID has gotten the way of that. Um, But I see here that we are actually doing pretty well. You know, 18 games, 11 wins, seven losses. But the inaugural season of the uh, Tasmanian Jumping Jacks or the Jack Jumpers, whatever you want to call them. Jumping Jacks has a nice ring. 
Look, yeah, I legitimately right, so it? yeah. There's, I don't there's mind a story that. to this. There's a story to this. I legitimately had no idea. What he thought that, that was their name. I thought that was their name. Three months of the season. <laughs> for the first he... three months of the season. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was cooked. Like uh, Locke said to me one day, he goes, "Oh, who's playing?" I'm like, oh, "I'm pretty sure it's the it's the jumping jacks and the hawks." Like I'm not not 100 sure. He had a giggle, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know what I said that was funny, but let's run with it." And then uh, then we threw the game on, and I was like, "Oh, the name's the Jack Jumpers." Yeah, it's just like a light bulb moment. It's all clicking now, mate. It was, coming together, man. It was tough. I have that moment like daily. So yeah. it's uh it is what it is. But I mean, Locke and I can read ladders like like any schmuck. What uh what can you tell us about the jumping jacks? Like why why are you so high on them? Mate, the fact is, as a, as a new franchise, there's always expectations. Um, but they came into the season with kind of wanting a clear identity to just be absolute dogs on D. And that's what they've been. Um, there's been some pretty average shooting performances bar one game against Illawarra that they like tied the NBL record from behind the arc. Um, but, you know, the other night, as I said, went to the NBL game in Launceston and it finished 66 to 62 against New Zealand. It was a bit of a brick show. Wow. It was a brick show. That's yeah, locking down, people. Yeah, lock it down. But the fact is, like, they got the win because they just grind hard on D. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've really... A big part was like the coach, Scott Roth, Clint Stein, a couple of other players all coming over from Perth, real culture guys. Mm-hmm. So they've really kind of tried to establish that that side of things um, and just grit every game. And that's yeah. kind of, you know, what, what Tasmanians kind of are, almost the forgotten part of Australia, just Aussie battlers um, yeah. down here, mate. So we've kind <laughs> of, um, the, the NBL team, the Jack Jumpers there has really adopted that kind of same philosophy. <laughs> And it, it makes for awesome viewing because, you know, win, lose or draw, they play with such an intensity, yeah. such an intensity. So it uh, really makes for good viewing. A bit like Miami Heat, you reckon? Oh, 100%. Heat culture. Heat culture. Yeah, man. culture. Yeah, that's it. So it's um, it's coming together. And the fact is, you know, the expectations from a lot of pundits and media outlets out there were pretty low on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were in the top four the other week. You know, they had a couple of losses over the last few weeks, bounce back with two on the two on the trot at the minute. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, they are mixing it and matching it with the best in the league. Mm. Um, so for a new franchise and, like, down here in Tasmania, we've got the Hurricanes and the Big Bash. Yep. But it's really only, you know, them and the Jack Jumpers that are, are, t- are teams to call our own. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome the way everyone down here has started to embrace them and really, you know, put their full support behind them. Well, it's good to see that all 12 Tasmanians are getting behind both teams. So, <laughs> have that, you, that's uh, 24 heads, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Love, love it. Uh, have you seen some jerseys around, have you? Yeah, mate, absolutely. There's a few yeah. about. There's a few about. I um, I haven't got one myself yet. I do need to invest in one, but there are quite a few floating around. Yeah, I saw the three. There was three. I can't remember what players it were. were in the top 10 NBL selling jerseys. Yeah. Uh, Josh Adams. Um, McVeigh as well. Yeah, McVeigh. He was number two, I think. Adams, yeah. number two. Sorry, and was it uh, Majet? Might have been in there. That was, yeah. oh, no, cheeky, it was in, McVeigh Adams. And, yeah, it was impressive though. But they have great. I really like their jerseys. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I feel like I've watched more Jack Jumpers games this year than Kings games because they're always on TV. They are. I feel like they're yeah. always yeah. on. Like yeah. the good, they're always got the good like slot on TV, which is good because it helps boost the franchise, right? Yeah, like, definitely. And they're like from, from the ground up, they've really done a wicked job in terms of like the whole stadium got redeveloped. I know when it first came out, they were picking names. Everyone was like the Jack Jumpers was the most hated name. Like it was getting absolutely torn to shreds by everyone here. But, you know, everyone's really uh, on board with it now. So it's wicked to see it kind of really come to life over 
quite a pretty quick time span, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, with the name, it just eventually it'll sound normal, right? Well, that's like, it. that's the thing. Like, event once the more you say it, the more you hear it. It just becomes the name. Exactly. It just exactly. Uh, I just had no idea what a jack jumper was. Being from <laughs> Tassie, bastard, did you know what? Man. Did you know what they were before? Do people in Tassie know what they are? Oh, 100%. Like, I um, got a bit of a green thumb. I used to do a bit of horticulture, but like getting out in the garden a bit here and there in my free yeah. time. But, yeah, that, nice. you know, you know about it when you get stung by one of them. They are little yeah. bitches. <laughs> like, they pack a punch. Yeah. yeah big right. time. Yeah. Right. Big time. Well, I do have here. Uh, so, Zoe Chi was the, was the number one, and then Kai Soto is just absolutely running up the ranks. But you got all your names, your Delis, your Josh Adams, Bryce Cotton. Yep. Uh, Mitch Creek is obviously always going to be up there, Chris Goulding. Uh, Xavier Cooks. Yeah. And, yeah, as you said, Jack McVeigh as well. So And Will Magnate. Will Magnate's up there as well. So, yeah, there you um, go. Lovely. A couple, yeah. couple of jack jumpers, as you said. Lovely to see. Get the boys around it. Get them around go. it. So, so do you think? Do you think next year they're going to be legit competitors? Oh, or do you think it's this year? It's not this year. I don't think. Um, I think there may be a piece or two away from being contenders. Like the top five at the minute, you know, Perth, Melbourne Phoenix, Melbourne United, Illawarra Hawks, and the Sydney Kings are just, you know, really streaking ahead with things. The Kings look wicked. I'll, I'll, I'll stroke your ego here, fellas. They look <laughs> awesome at the minute. It was a slow start to the year. Yeah, that's it. And, and then, then Jay Adams came in, and then oh, set the league on. And now fire. even Ian Clark looks fantastic. Man, how's that? Golden <laughs> State specialist Ian Clark. We, we were that. at Ian Clark's first game, the game against Perth. Oh, yeah, did it. And everyone was so stoked for him. Like you could feel it when yeah. he came onto the court. It's wicked. And it's just kind of like the league now, like I kind of drum it in a fair bit on the podcast that, you know, behind the NBA, it really is one of the, like one of the top couple of leagues in the world. Like the, the talent and quality that's just permeating through every yeah. team now mm. is awesome to see. Um, and the standard, like, you know, I've seen quite a few games now. It is right, right up there. So yeah. I think there are another couple of pieces away from contending, hopefully next year. But, you know, the league as a whole, uh, to really come along in leaps and bounds. And I think a big part of that was, you know, LaMelo Ball, the exposure, that like that just broke yeah. every record, NBL record. still see LaMelo Ball jerseys around. It's yeah, crazy. Everywhere. Like, it's, everywhere. Yeah. 100%, like, that was awesome and was kind of one of those real, like, groundbreaking moments for the league. Um, yeah. And it's really become such a pathway for some of these younger guys, like your Kai Sotos as well, to make a name for themselves and push for that NBA draft spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that because, as you say, the league's growing at such a rapid rate that it's like it seems like these days it's between the G League Ignite or yeah. um, playing in NBL and just and getting away for, for a little while. Um, and it's, I mean, it's I, good I, to I can't see all blame this young them. talent. I'd love to come to Australia to play if you're from America, right? Like, how sick would that be? Just come out here, yeah, don't have to be for a year. Great don't weather. have to be from America. I'll just play because I'm from Australia. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. That'll yeah. do. Yeah. I tell you what, though, it's it's really becoming the route. Like I know with the NCAA now that you can get paid for your likeness and whatever, mm. but we like the G League Ignite and the NBL. Like, if you're a kid at that age, why wouldn't you want to come get a bag for a year? Exactly. Oh, Make just, that scrilla. Do what you yeah, got to do. That's it. That's what we're about. Yeah, doing about, and then be exactly like Lamelo Ball and play half the games and set the league on fucking fire. Win that, win the MVP. Job done. Job done. Be rookie of the year. Like just oh, it doesn't get any better. It it doesn't get any better because the I remember when he like when he went over, they were saying that like he looks good, but I don't know how good it's going to translate. And he has has just done exactly what he did in the NBL. In the same with Giddy. 
Yeah, exactly yeah, the Giddy's same. The exact yeah. same. Getting picked number six, and then his scouting report was basically, yeah, he doesn't do anything basketball well. But right. that was the weirdest player. scouting report I've ever seen. Like, he's a consensus top 10 pick, but he sucks. Yes. Yeah. And it was like, what are we even doing here? Like, that was a wild rise. And that, to be honest, I think, like, I, what have I been podcasting now? Nearly two and a half years. Yep. The greatest call I ever had was with Giddy. And it was before he got to Adelaide. It was, you know, I saw some clips. And it was real, like, you know, a couple of hundred views on YouTube. Nobody had heard of him. Yep, yep. And I made the call. I was like, shit, this guy's got it. Like, this guy, watch out. I'm going to make a bold pick and say he goes top. I think I said, I think I went real bold and said top three. And this was before he was in the NBL. And then he came to Adelaide and he started bowling. (laughs) I saw him going up the ranks. I was like, oh, shit. He's got to NBA draft night and it's like, Oh damn! Look out! It went number six. I was like, Mate, I, I would take, take that. that. Take it because if you redraft, that. if you redraft, he's going top three easy. Oh, easy. Money. He's money. Yeah. He's money. It's awesome to see. And like as a as a fellow Aussie, you love seeing this guy just bowl out and doing it the right way. Mm, exactly. And he's he's our boomers point guard for the next what Back. twelve years? Beautiful. Yeah, the only boomers yeah. point guard. I mean, let's let's be real. Paddy Mills is a shooting guard. So he's the only Boomer's point guard that uh, we've ever seen in our generation that we would love to call a Boomer's point guard. And even if they're 6'10", they still don't really Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Six, 6'10 guys don't like to suit up. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> got sore backs and whatnot. Yeah. Sore backs. Yeah, did you see he's going to be out for the for the game? Boy, that made me cry. I saw that. The guy's made of glass. Soft, bro. Like, come That's, on, uh, man. That's He's, he does my head in. I'm so sick of talking about that guy. Like, he gives me a headache. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we, we kind of stopped for a while. We did the first few weeks of the season chatting, and then we did the yeah. trade when it happened. And now it's kind of like he's not really an NBA player. Why would we chat about him kind of thing? Yeah. There you go. Exactly. It's a bit of the same with Anthony Davis. That guy gets injured so often. Oh, you know, we cover it briefly. Did the oh, man dirty? Come mate, on. As, as I, I can't again. even say anything. It, to be honest, it's just like a trigger point. You've just hit it and it's like, bing, right. I'm <laughs> like, up. Like, you, and, uh, you and friend of the podcast, Josh Wood, I get along really, really yeah, well. Yeah, he's exactly the same. We love, he's we exactly, love to watch. He's, he's an Anthony Davis faithful. Like he, ever since he was drafted, he followed yeah. the Pellies and he, and he jumped in from there and he was like yep oh, i'll be a lakers fan because i'm a fan of anthony davis and then i'm like well josh you don't support a team because the man doesn't play so yeah. <laughs> what are you what are you doing you call yourself an nba fan you don't even have a team to support i love that i you love support that the, you support the uh the doctors of the los angeles area that's what you support <laughs> all right well let's uh let's push on from there the unsung heroes of the nba now i've got a couple of couple of names to get the ball rolling uh, just to get the juices flowing. You can take from these names or you can just push on and do what you want to do. Um, so Miles Bridges, obviously, like he's he's been a gun. He's, he's in the running for most improved player. Tyler Hero, potential sixth man of the year. Mikhail Bridges, he has taken on that Phoenix culture, which I think is almost heat culture, but just over in the desert. Um, Desmond <laughs> I'd rather Bain. be by the beach, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather be in Miami. Sign yeah. me up too. You got yeah. me too. Yeah. You got uh, Desmond Bain or even like to a lesser extent, Dylan Brooks, who uh, yep. when he has played, I think he's only played about 11 games this year, but still let Desmond Bain shine. Uh, Draymond Green. I used to be the biggest hater of Draymond Green, but uh, I think we all did. We're all turning now, aren't we? Mate, you can see how vital he is to that Warriors. I think as you get older, you appreciate the type of player he is. (laughs) He's one of those ones where you watch as a kid and you're like, he does nothing. He scores six points. Why is he like talked about as so important? And when you're older, you're like, wow, this dude is like, he does everything. He knows what's up. Yeah. And the uh, and the last couple that I just want to throw a little bit of an honorable mention to is uh, Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas. So Lockwood often forgets that Brandon Ingram's in the league. I forget all the time. He he just so. 
25 point per game scorer, and Lachlan's like, who? Who the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, wouldn't know it. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. But yeah, he, he wouldn't know it. Like, it's crazy. He's single-handedly keeping those Pelicans in the race for the uh, for yeah. the playing game. And, I mean, it's the playing game, so who the really fuck cares, except for if you're a Lakers fan. But yeah, um, Are you pro yeah, or are you, are you up you're, or down on the play-ins, Nick? The up or down? Yeah, are you into them or you're not into them? Um, I like the fact that they're only one game. I like the yeah. fact that it's do or die. I, I like the fact that it makes the end of the season more interesting. Yeah. There were so many dead games um, and it gives those, you know, those 10 to 12, 13 teams a little more of something to fight for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's bullshit that the Lakers are in there, so I don't like it at the minute. Oh. <laughs> Have you idea. seen your roster? Have you seen your roster? Oh, like, man. come on. Oh, this is like, I, I can't talk about the Lakers anymore because it's just going to make me cry. Yeah, yeah. 3-0. Argo Caliente it. Clippers, baby. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah, It'd be beautiful. You've got to stop. It's beautiful. You've got to stop. Reggie Jackson <laughs> is the Laker killer. Oh, I tell you what, he's too much for me. <laughs> that but was I tough that, to like, watch. I love that the league's so progressive as well, that they're willing to try new things like this. So, yeah. um, you know, I, th- yeah. I think it's a it's a hit. I hope it stays. Um, yeah. How do you fellas feel? Are you up or down? I was, I was down originally. I wasn't a big fan. I was kind of like, well, if you want to make the playoffs – make the playoffs make kind the playoffs, of vibe yeah. about it. That was <laughs> yeah. my, that was my whole thing. Like, yeah. If you're really that keen to make the playoffs, make the playoffs then like, yeah. and I'm still a bit iffy about it where I'm like, I don't really know if I want like a 10 seed kind of getting in and kind well, of that's doing it, that. Hey. It's like, yeah. do I really want a 10 seed to come in and get absolutely like pummeled banked by whoever's coming first? Like mm. it's okay because it makes this little bit interesting where it's like, you got a few, t- we can still talk about the Pellies. We can still talk about, or the Lakers, we can still talk about yeah. the Blazers yeah. and stuff. Like it, it, it gives you a few more teams you can chat about when it gets to the pointy end of the season. But That's it. it's slowly growing on me. But I was really against it when it started. Actually, yeah. I think that like if they were to implement this, like back when we were in school, lock when you had those Goran Dragic, praise be unto Goran, the Goran Dragic Phoenix Suns that that made those hectic runs that like were just so close to the eighth seed or that one yeah. year that they got in. I yeah. think it would have like just made for such. Like much more drama. I like think cool for it if it got him in the playoffs and they stopped it after that. Even Change the, the rules to get Goran in. Even the bubble <laughs> run by the by the Phoenix Suns like a couple of years ago. Like if there was a if it had all been implemented and and they could have gone from there, like that would have been that would have oh, been hectic. 100%. With those seven straight wins and that was wild. Yeah, that, that was whole insane. bubble experience was wild. Yeah, fucking insane. Absolutely insane. But I'm I'm big ups on it. I love the playing game. Uh not only because the Clippers are also in it. I was this gonna year, say you'll be um, in this year. <laughs> but uh I mean if I mean if they didn't have the playing game, we'd be the eighth seed, so that'd be fine. That'd be okay. <laughs> and if Paul George and Kawhi come back, watch out, Phoenix. I watch tell out. you what, look out. Watch yeah, out. The but, rumors um, are they're coming. Yeah, let's oh, let's fucking hope. I need the Terminator back. Fucking hell. We need someone in the mid-range that's not named Marcus Morris Senior to make some fucking <laughs> shots. Oh, I, shit. I, I I hate watching the Clippers at the moment. I'm not going to lie to you, Maddie. Like, <laughs> they keep winning somehow. They keep winning somehow. We got like, all spotted next today. Yeah, but... if you told oh, me yeah. a team, told me a team anchored by Reggie Jackson, and is it Marcus Morris or Markeith? I always forget the two. Marcus. Marcus, Marcus yeah. Morris is like just going to make the playoffs. I no, no, no. You are, you are forgetting cult hero Avicii Zubac. Oh, okay. so how can I forget the big man of the big three? I'm sorry. <laughs> what would I give to have him back at the minute? 
Oh, Brian. I know, I know. Bag of chips. You got Mike Muscala for that bastard. Bag of chips. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Again. Also, put some respect on Terrence Mann's name, okay? That man is a baller. This, this it, Clippers team is just... I have no idea how they keep winning. And who would have thought Nick Batum hit the fan of youth after playing that $180 center. million dollar contract? Yeah. He's playing center. <laughs> and crew rushing it. Yeah, bro. Right. Take me now. I've seen it all. Yeah. He's a savvy it's, flashman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. But as, as I said, unsung heroes, who's your... Uh, Getting back to back to the topic at hand, unsung hero of the uh, of the year so far, Nick. What do you recommend? Um, I like the ones you said. I liked a lot of them. Tyler Hero, Desmond Bain in particular. Um, mm-hmm. I had two though written down here. Uh, Will Barton from the Nuggets. You know they have Will the Thrill. Will the Thrill. There you go. Without you know Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, he stepped up. Fifteen points, five rebounds, four assists, and really kind of that. You know, Aaron Gordon's hit and miss, but that second guy alongside Jokic. So, yeah, been impressed with him and probably doesn't get the uh, the credit he deserves. Um, and likewise, you know, probably a little bit of a drop off in the last week or two, but one of this year's biggest surprise packets, the Cavs. I've gone Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro. Nice. I have just traded for him in my fantasy, not a fantasy pod, as we all know, but um, <laughs> I've just traded for him in my fantasy and he had that 27 the other day. And I was like, Whoa! Well, it kind of contradicts what I was about to say. The fact is, like, you know, with Garland, all these other blokes taking over Levert now in terms of the scoring, he's kind of almost embraced that role, you know, as a higher draft pick as he was, but someone's just going to be that dog on D and kind of almost be cast at the back, as a, yeah. you know, as a sideline guy almost. So he's um, been very impressed with what he's doing and just embracing a role that we probably didn't foresee for him. Yeah, it's that it's that Andre Robeson kind of mould, that yeah. um, yep. Io, Io Sumo that just hit the corner mm. three if we need it, yep. but lock down the best I, I, I like Io. I like yeah, Io. He's good. He's, he's been, been good. That, that team's one of the most fun to watch this year. Yeah, yeah they are. Lock, what, who's your uh, unsung heroes, my guy? You got I'm any? Finding it, I'm finding it hard to split between the two M bridges, whether it be Mikhail or Miles. Yep. Yeah. I like I like Mikhail and I give him small points because his team is obviously top of the conference. Yep. But Miles is really fun to watch. And I think Miles is the perfect number two for Lamelo. Mm. Like their styles fit so perfectly. Like yeah. Miles wants to jam everything around the rim and Lamelo will just throw it to him. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. way they play on offense and just mesh. And I know they're they're on the upswing again now after after a little bit of a downwards go. Um, but I'm hoping that him and Lamelo can mesh to to make a push for the playoffs there. Yeah, I hope so too. I think it's I think wide the, open. I think the biggest thing that's hurt them is obviously the injury to Gordon Haywood because that yeah. man like can create his own shot in the mid-range. Um, and then that allows for Miles Bridges to play that lesser almost Aaron Gordon role. Where yeah, he just exactly. cuts to the cuts to the hoop yeah. or gets open for three. Um 100%. Hopefully, with the with the signing of the short disciple, the short king uh, Isaiah Thomas, there's going to be a little bit more ball handling out there. But um, there'll be yeah, more shooting. They're definitely going to yeah, be. Yeah, more I don't know if be, I don't know if there'll be more making, but there'll definitely be more shooting. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, ten in ten minutes the other day or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, man is went, not there to waste time. No, he? he's not. Nah. He's always, that trigger happy. That's always what we love too, Nick. We love to see a stat line, a, a box score where it's like they played for one minute and put two shots up. Yeah, they don't have to be makes, but that's the type of guy I want. <laughs> that's it. You want to know, actually, speaking of stats, you want to know an alarming stat in regards to Isaiah Thomas? Of oh. course. He has more blocks than uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich this year. No. That seems like yeah. it's not true. In, in I do not the- believe in the nah. eleven in the eleven games that he's played, he's had two blocks. Uh, Bogdan in his sixty games has had one. I, 
Yep. Oh, I guess Bogdan does move pretty slow. Like he's not going to come and swat anyone, but that as if he doesn't accidentally get when two you got Rudy Gobert yeah, on you your can team, pretty much like, fall into really them. To, yeah, like really two. Like <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah, who got that's the fire? Which, which, which one plays in Utah? Actually, is it Bogdan or Bojan? Regardless, it's a Bogdanovich. That uh, they're, they're both about six nine. They're both similar yeah. size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who got blocked by Isaiah? Imagine that. I think it was in that Lakers game that he had like that he of had course like it was. 17 yeah, points I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah. Right on cue. Yeah. There you are. Look, Way is, to kick a man even, while he's down. I wasn't even trying then, but I mean, if, if you're going to take it, you're going to take it. But, um, Mate, it's low-hanging fruit at the minute. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the only reason Isaiah can grab it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how does it feel to support a team that the game plan is give it to the 37-year-old to score 56? <sighs> um, tell you what, you can keep doing it. I don't care. I tell you what, if we didn't have him, we'd be in a world of pain. Yeah, look, we live and die by Reggie Jackson, so I can't really say too much. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Those are the two guys I think of when I think of, you know, absolute crunch time guys, Reggie and LeBron. (laughs) Who who needs who needs uh Kawhi and Paul George when you've got Reggie Jackson? Like hanging on the billboard all over the city, big (laughs) Reg. There you go. Do you reckon people in LA know who Reggie Jackson is? Not a clue. They would not. If they saw him, they'd probably think he plays for the Rams or something. Like they just don't (laughs) have no idea who he is. It'd be like those reporters that we interviewed. Viewing Jordan Clarkson, they're like, "Hey, have you been to any Utah games yeah, lately?" Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I've been to a couple. I've been to a few. <laughs> I, I remember talking about that. About well, like, if you're in Utah and you see like, because Clarkson's like six, what, six four, six five? I think yeah. he's six four. Yeah. Like you see a huge like. Light skinned dude with dreads in Utah. And he probably everywhere. plays for the Jazz. Yeah. Like that's, odds on. Odds yeah, on. odds on for, yeah, sure. for sure. Oh man, that's yeah. That's that's always bugged my brain. All right, well, let's move on to the next next little tidbit of tonight. Uh conference finals predictions. Now, Nick, you got plenty of time. I'm gonna go with Locke first because Locke seems to change his mind every every week. Lachlan, who you got making the uh conference finals? The league changes every week, I'm telling you. Never, okay. never still. Yeah, all right, sure. Um, believe what you need to believe, my friend. In the West, I still have Phoenix and the Warriors. Still Phoenix and the Warriors. I still Phoenix well, Warriors. Okay. I know the Warriors are going through what they're going through. Mm-hmm. I think it just is relying on Draymond Green. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yep. Draymond Green unlocks so much. He'll unlock Clay, who's been having a hard time. And I think at full strength, at full flight, this Warriors team would be incredibly hard to stop. I think Memphis is probably a year or two away. Mm. Mm, yeah, I agree. But the building blocks are certainly there. What do you reckon? They're, def- they're definitely there. To be honest, I can pretty much echo word for word what Locks just said there. Um, yeah. I reckon Warriors Suns as well. I just think that piece of Draymond is just, you know, too big to ignore. Uh, likewise, the Grizz, you know, I've been so low on the Grizz the last year or two, but I'm finally starting to become a believer. <laughs> I love what they're doing there at the minute. Um, yep. But likewise, I think they're probably a year away. Um, so I'd have Suns and Warriors as well. Yeah, look, I think there's something to be said just for the absolute talent level that's at the Warriors. I mean, you've got uh, all-star Wiggins. Uh, and need all-star I say more? starter Wiggins, thank you. Need, need I say more? <laughs> all-star starter Andrew Wiggins, need I say more? But, um, yeah, look, what? I, yeah, absolutely. That sentiment completely. I mean, Jazz are doing the Jazz thing and they're free I just don't trust them. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I do not trust they them let in the down playoffs. too many times. No, yeah. Nah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, Grizzlies on paper actually have a – 
a better, well, actually, no, it's just just shy of a better record than the Warriors. So they are they are coming. If they had won today, they would have overtaken the Warriors. Yep. Um, the Mavericks, I mean, even they're starting to climb. The Mavericks are looking to overtake the Jazz as well, but I don't think that Luka can carry people that yeah, far. Yeah, I, I think a playoff yeah. series, I think they can get out of the first round, Dallas, but I think the second round would be tough. Yep. Whoever yeah. they come across in that second round is going to be hard to beat. Another team that's a piece away. They're just, yeah, they just I think so a bit too. more support. Like, yeah. Dinwiddie's great. Brunson is probably an unsung hero as well, to be honest. Yeah, good yeah. shout. But, really good um, shout. you know, that's a lot of responsibility on Lucas' shoulders. Not to mention the Latvian laser. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that guy. I tell you what, he is pretty much, he could almost be regarded as a criminal the way he's pretty much robbed. That oh, he has job. absolutely stolen that bag. He, he has, has got is. the bag and ran with it. If if he if he could shoot as well as he could steal, he'd be worth that contract. <laughs> like, he is unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? He can shoot as well as he can steal. He oh, is yeah, but worth he that contract. <laughs> he's like, he's like a, a 6'10 Duncan Robinson. Don't even get me started on oh, Duncan, don't start Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Don't. I can love Duncan Robinson. Yeah. That's another man that can steal and shoot the ball. <laughs> um, all right, well, speaking of Duncan Robinson, let's move to the East. Who have we got in the Eastern uh, Conference Finals? Uh, let's start with Nick this time. Oh, this was – this. I found this really hard. I've gone uh, Philly and the Heat. Philly and um, the Heat? Yeah, good. Like that. I've gone the Heat. I love what they're doing. All for Heat culture. It's a broken record, but, like, the way that franchise has run and the mm-hmm. depth they've got now. Also, just getting minutes, like, we've seen injuries this year, but players like Yurtsevin, um, you know, names like that, KZ or Parker or whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Know. Give it, um, you know, they've really kind of impressed me. And, you know, keen to see how Victor Oladipo goes, reintegrating back into the squad. Just another weapon to have on that offensive is side. There, is there any news that you can shed light on? Because I haven't seen anything on him actually coming back. I think I think it's meant to be tomorrow against the Rockets. Really? I, th- I think. I'm not sure if that, that was could be crazy. crazy. Let me do a cheeky deal to make season debut against Rockets 7th March. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So oh, that my was, goodness. So I'm, I'm keen to say they've got a bit of time to try and get him back into the fold. But, again, with the way their squad is on both ends of the floor, you know, that's a tough out, I reckon. Uh, the only thing to worry about is, you know, they've got enough weapons from the outside. But Jimmy Butler, he is a guy who's shooting bricks. Think he's oh, shooting. he's tossing bricks up, isn't he? Oh, And I dude. think it's going quite underrated as well this year. Because yeah, they're mm-hmm. doing so well. Like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. glossed over. Mm. Um, well, there was still there was still conversations for him to be in the in the top ten MVP race, yeah, even yeah. with even with all these bricks yeah. that are being tossed. Wild. But the thing is, like when you're the front man of a team that's doing well and number one in the uh, Eastern Conference, then your name's going to be there, regardless. exactly, exactly, like, regardless of what you're putting up. So, yeah, heat culture. It's Billy, though, Harden and Embiid, that duo is looking dangerous, and Maxi yeah. as well, like. Tobias Harris, I've bashed on him for goodness knows how long. Don't worry, so have we. He's <laughs> another guy who got the bag and just just ran with it. Like yeah. that is probably the one of up there with Westbrook and John Wall, the worst contracts in the league. Crazy, yes. crazy yes. talk. So glad that that came off the Clippers books. Get the fuck out oh, of here. Mate, Do- Doc Rivers to... put himself in a corner with that one. And then Doc Rivers <laughs> came back. <laughs> had to deal with him. He was like, that's someone else. He's stuck at the pain. He himself up, mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I would love to see that matchup. Philly and the Heat would be an yeah. absolute must watch. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. Locke, are you buying the Celtics absolutely running up the standings like old mate Dave or are you uh, somewhere else, my friend? 
I'm somewhere else. I <laughs> have the Sixers in there, but I have the Bucks versus the Sixers. Bucks Sixers. Ooh. I think like the Bucks because I like Harden and Embiid. They look so good together, and I think mm-hmm. they'd be really hard to game plan against in a seven game series. Because mm-hmm. as much as I don't rate Doc Rivers, I think he could probably work it out, right? Yeah. Or at least those two would work it out. Mm. Um, and then it's almost the same kind of thing with the with the Bucks. Like, how do you stop Giannis? Yeah. Like when he yeah. is really on and he's playing forty two minutes a game, forty four minutes a game. Mm. What? How do you stop that? I mean, Miami have a history of being able to kind of at least slow him down with Bam and a few other guys they've got on that roster. Mm-hmm. But I still think that's tough. That's yeah, a tough that ask. Tough. Do you think a lot hinges on it though? Just on like the big reason, you know, it's funny not to have the reigning champions in there. The I kind of think for me it hinges on whether Brook Lopez is back or not. I do yeah. think that is a big thing, and he's so vital to what they do in their offense. And they've tried to plug that gap with crazy eyes, Bobby Portis, and Marcus Cousins, big, big surge. Yeah, but no one seems to be doing it quite as good as Brook yeah. Lopez did it. I think yeah. if he's out, I could definitely see the Heat taking him. Well, you got full strength. That team is just hard to contain. Yeah. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of honorable mentions. Like the, the Bucks. This definitely... is such a tough conference up top. Like it could be any of the top three, and then there could be another one or two that could sneak in. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you've got Serge Ibaka giving you, like he gave you the other day, the 14 and 10, then sure, the Bucks are up there. But then he gives you some stinkers in 12 minutes and, and yeah. goes for nothing and two rebounds. So <laughs> so you're right. It's 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 very much like Brooks' role. And if, and if Brooks' there, then sure, they're there. But if they're not there, I think <sighs> – I mean, it's it's hard to pick the Bulls because the Bulls are like I think I read a stat today they're zero and thirteen against the top three teams in each conference yeah. already yep. this year. Um, it's only a matter of time before Harden and Embiid gel. I think yeah, I think I'm gonna have to have to lock in as well. Seventy sixes in Miami because mm. they're just yeah, it's just so so good to fucking watch. Um, Embiid with somebody that can actually create space on the on the floor and give him you know room to operate. It's a, it's a it's a dump off, and then he's either like getting a dunk or he's he's getting a wide open shot. And his mid range has just been disgusting this year. So the fact that he hasn't faltered and he's gotten another you know MVP of the last five years in his team, it's that's ridiculous to see. And I mean, as you said, heat culture like. Fuck me. Casey Okpala, Omar Yurtsevin, fucking my boy Duncan Robinson out there hitting shots. Big booty, Kyle Lowry. Like, oh, what, what is there not to crazy. love about the Miami crazy. Heat right mm. now? Just um, throw PJ Tucker in the corner there. Happy days. Bro, I most, forgot about PJ. That is the yeah. most underrated signing of yep. the of the offseason. The LeBron stuff. He doesn't have to do stop. anything. Yeah, no. straight up. Doesn't have to do anything and then just comes out, plays some lockdown defense. And he's going to be the best, like, addition to going up against Giannis. Because 100%. He, who do you think guarded Giannis all practice the last year or so? It's also PJ Giannis. Tucker. Giannis historically has trouble with guys smaller than him. Yeah. He normally yep. absolutely dad dicks guys who are his size for whatever reason. <laughs> but when it comes to like, I saw him one playoff series get locked up by um, Semi Ojale. Yeah. Like one playoff series, he got, <laughs> yeah. he locked him up for like three games. It was fucking incredible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think PJ would be perfect against him. And that, that team does worry me. It's just, they've had trouble keeping all the guys on the floor at the same time, similar yeah. to what the Bucks have had. Mm. I think in terms of that other spot that's not the Sixers, it'll be whoever's healthiest come playoff time. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that the Sixers have been pretty beneficial in is that, like, I think Embiid's 
only missed like four games this year. But this is the mm. this is the pointy end of the fucking season. This is yeah, where nice. he starts to go down and he's put too much on his shoulders. But finally he's got another guy, another yeah. two guys. And then after that second guy, he's got a max contract guy in the fourth <laughs> spot that can just be a, a fucking sharpshooter. So well, that, I, I, I'm glad they paid him a max contract to stand in the corner, not defend and shoot threes. And oh. be that's what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Do we reckon do we reckon over the next 15 games that the Nets make a bit of a push for the six? Uh I, no. Currently no, they're five and a half games behind. I, I think they'll have to play the play in. And I think yep. I would have said you were smoking crack if before the year you told me the Lakers and the Nets would both be like in the play-in to get I know. the playoffs. Imagine what that would have been paying. Oh, I, w- oh. I wish, man. Imagine. My life, my life title, the, the, what will read on my, on my headstone is imagine what that would have been paying. I tell yeah, you. Imagine that would have been paid. <laughs> the amount of times that I look at something and I'm like, yeah, why not? Oh, imagine what that would have paid six months ago. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But um, I mean, oh, I don't see crazy. it make. I don't see him making a push with Kyrie being a part-time player and Ben Simmons yep. not being a player. Yep. And KD's coming back, but it's just what more can you really do? Like, mm. well, what are they? They're sitting ninth now as of today, yeah, aren't they? Ninth, tied tied yeah. with Atlanta. Yeah. Tied with tied with Atlanta and and I think Charlotte. they're Charlotte. Yeah, they're tied yeah. with Charlotte. And Wizard only two games back as well. So which is, you know, oh, also we kind of back which today. Is, Look out. Which yeah, we haven't seen who won that trade yet, Matty B. Fuck Washington. Uh, we've now. seen who won that trade. Spencer Dinwiddie ain't putting up 35 plus points for the Washington Wizards. He put them up for Dallas. <laughs> Don't worry about that. How many <laughs> did Davis La- put up? Laser. How many to put up? How many Davis put up? How many did the Latvian laser put up? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but um, it wasn't many. I don't reckon. I don't think it was many. I think they probably combined for a forty piece. Oh, all right, let me. You 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 add Lubinol, and I'll get the uh, get the um, box score up. Yeah, but I mean, to touch on your Lakers again. Sorry, Nick. I mean, oh, they're yeah. the hot they're the hot topic of the NBA <laughs> this season. Yeah. Like, give I it mean, to me, mate. Give it to me. They're in ninth as well. I yeah. think they've got they got a little bit of breathing room in front of the Pellies, but they've yep. got a bit of chasing to do to catch the Clips. I don't think they'll catch the Wolves. Yeah, no, they're not moving, I don't reckon. I reckon they're pretty I reckon they're pretty solid. And it's just to be honest, as I was saying before, it's really quite fortuitous that the Blazers have pretty well packed her in because I would be sweating quite profusely if they were actually trying to mount a plane run. I think they Um, could do it. If they had Nurkic and they were trying, yeah. Like they they look great against the Wolves the other day. Anthony Simons has been like been He's a killer. Yeah. He's a Mm. killer. Another potential Please. unsung hero. And I'll have you know that they combined for um, 43. Oh, the Latvian Laser it. had seven, two or four from behind the arc. Thank you. you How many minutes much. did he play? Because he's a dude who shoots too. 14 minutes. Yeah. Oh, 14 okay. minutes. There was a game there shots. where he had like, yeah, he's. Yeah. yeah. There, was yeah. That, there was that game the other day. He played like 11 minutes and put up like 11 shots. Yeah. He, <laughs> he doesn't, that dude does not hesitate. He's He's got the ultra green light. He does. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I, I, yeah, I think the Lakers and, and Brooklyn are probably going to have to play. Maybe Brooklyn can sneak ahead of the other two teams and maybe move up one spot, but mm. I'm not super confident. Yeah, I reckon that's the key. If either of them are to have like any hope of just doing anything, I reckon they've got to, you know, you don't want to have to go through two playing games. You want to finish that seven, eight spot. Yeah. You, uh, you just want to do the one and kind of be done with it. Playing yep. the one and then you kind of, oh, we still got another one. Like, yeah, yeah, you're in trouble. That's why I'm very happy for my Agua Caliente Clippers. When big Nor- Storm and Norman comes back, watch out. 
Storm and Norman Powell and, and if, Paul George are taking us to the promised land. Don't worry about that. some list now, hey, like getting these reps into those younger blokes like man and what's it, what's it Boston bloody Rob over there just lighting it up to you. Happy days. <laughs> it's, um, it's wicked for you guys to almost be in such a good position now, but still with you, you know, almost three heavy hitters if you count Norm as one of them. Yeah. You know, you're in a good spot. Real I'm telling spot. you, Ty Lue, coach of the year. I've been petitioning for this for weeks. I think that would be weeks. such a fun series, Clippers versus Suns, in the first round. That'd be yeah. so good. Especially if Clippers yeah. had their guys back. Yep. That'd be mm. such a crazy series. Because not How to mention, you got, you, Robert, you got Robert Covington who can guard two through five. Watch out. But does yeah, he do it well? Sunzo, and you've done all the hard work for 82 games. You finished at number one seed, and you get absolutely bent over by having to face the Clippers. I know. Oh, it's just not what fair, is it? What, what a, a stitch huge up. stitch up. Like, oh, yeah, you're like, we'll secure a home court. And it's like, yeah. oh, here come Paul George and Kawhi Leonard who have rested all year, plus the 40-win Agua Caliente Clippers. Like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Right. Don't don't be sleeping on the Agua Caliente Clippers. We had a battered team last year and we still took them to six. Okay. So Paul George yeah. went absolute super saiyan and was dropping 40 a game. And that was without Reggie Jackson backing him up and Marcus Monsignor and all that. So <laughs> without fucking the watch out. Of the two. And he didn't have Norman Storm and Powell. So uh let's uh let's put a little bit of respect on my Agua Caliente, my hot water clippers. Okay. <laughs> don't worry about that. All right. Well, uh let's roll in. So we don't have any dark horses, boys. We don't have any dark horses to make the make the finals but bite the conference finals by the sounds of things. I don't know if you'd call Memphis a dark horse yeah. anymore, but I mean, going from outside the season, you could see it happening if Draymond yep. doesn't come back or yeah. if he doesn't come back fully, you could see them kind of sneaking into that second seed, especially if they can get the second seed. Well, if Draymond doesn't come back, you can make that same argument for the Mavericks or, or Nuggets if they, I think, if they I think match you it You can up make it for everyone except Utah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty well. <laughs> you yeah. Everyone except Utah, yeah. you can make that. Agua Caliente, baby. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I had the Bulls as well. Like, there's a world in which if they get Lonzo, Caruso back, yep. you know, they are, with the way DeRozan's playing at the minute... If they well, there's, all just, there's rumblings as well. Paddy Williams might come back. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. That and makes I mean, a huge difference. And mm. they're also a team that Loki has been just destroyed by injuries this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like COVID just wiped them out for a couple of weeks there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um Grace and Allen. Yeah, Grayson Allen. Yeah, Grace oh, and Allen. <laughs> what a prick that guy is. Did I, I must admit. If a guy is going to be a dick, I'm glad he goes full dick about it. There you go. Like, did yeah. you see him when he was interviewed after he played it? After they played the Bulls the other day, and they were like, "What did you think about the crowd booing you?" This night, he's like, "That's nothing. I'd worse in yeah. college." Like, yeah. how, how <laughs> seething were these Bulls fans after that comment? Like, I'm with you there, Luck. Like, if you're going to do it, go for it. Go, go all out. Like, I liked what yeah. Trey Young was doing against. Um, the Knicks, against against the, the players here. And I yeah. kind of like when he brought it into this season and was like, I don't really care about the regular season. I want to play the playoffs. Like, I kind of, if, <laughs> if you plan it to go full villain, just do it. Yeah. 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 100%. Rate that. Rate that hard. Um, yeah. Look, I love both of those shouts. I mean, you can't really, as you said, you can't really call the, the Grizzlies a uh, a dark horse. But when it comes to the top two teams, it's uh, it's hard to kind of see outside of that. And yeah, the Bulls, as I said, it's, 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 it's hard to disrespect the Bulls after. They've been so injury-ridden um, to be there. I mean, Nick Vucevic was supposed to be the fourth option on this team, and he is putting up a disgusting sat line again yeah. this year. Like, his his averages are, are really gross, and he's knocking on the door for top five center in the NBA. Like, how the fuck does that happen? But, yep. um, yeah, it's 
and and demarvelous. Like, how can you yeah. how can you go past you know yeah. Kobe Kobe one point five right now? Like, he's absolutely <laughs> killing it. If if Jason Tatum's supposed to be supposedly supposed to be Kobe two point oh, then uh, Demar Derozan is one point five for this year. Like, I guess who has their best year in like year? I think it's like year twelve or something. 13, 12 or thirteen. 13? Yeah. yeah. He drafted yeah. in what oh nine oh two yeah like who it's insane like I know yeah. he had some really good prime years there in Toronto but this is clearly his best year. You're watching him in the last five minutes of a game like him and Chris Paul are mm. like the Freak. best closers in the in the league. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, by far freaks. best absolute closers. Freaks. Um, all right, well let's let's push on. What are I mean? I guess we kind of touched on them, but what are some of the things that have uh, really impressed us the most about this season? Now, Nick, we'll throw to the guest first. What uh, what's the go, man? What's the what's the thing that's impressed you the most? My big one. I'm a Lakers fan, but like I, you know, as we do, as we both do, we do podcasts focused on the league. So the big one mm-hmm. for me is how even the whole league has been, how enjoyable yeah. it's been to have, you know, for the last what decade. It's all been about the West and how dominant the West is, how hard it is to get through the West. Mm. But seeing the East this year just step up and the talent that it possesses now, how even it is, like we're making cases there for like three, four, like there's a a world in which there's probably five, six teams that could feasibly make it. Yeah. Look at Boston, whatever else, um, you know. So I think just how even the league has been, how many good teams, how many good players and how many good games there are to watch on a nightly basis Mm. has been the big thing for me. Yeah, we're fortuitous in that regard for sure. It's yeah. it's it's beautiful to see the yeah. uh yeah the equilibrium and and yeah West has always been best. It's weird to see the, yeah. the beast of the East come through now. Yep, yep. Lock, what about you, my guy? What's uh what's the thing that's impressed you the most about this season? I think is it's it just good. the fact that you've like watched sixty games or yeah? Well, it's been good. I've been getting into it. I mean, the last few years <laughs> haven't been able to watch it. It's been on at two a.m. my time zone, so. It's nice yeah, to have it on when I'm actually awake. That's a shit excuse, but okay, that's <laughs> fine. We'll leave it. <laughs> um, it. Probably for me, it's how good homegrown teams are going. Mm. Like you got teams, like I know we we give them a lot of shit, but Boston, they've, they've kind of drafted and built that team themselves. Mm-hmm. Denver as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the West, Phoenix, right? Like, mm. yeah, they brought in Chris Paul, but they, they built that themselves. Even the Warriors back in the day, Memphis, Mm-hmm. Like these teams that are actually building and not going the super team route. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because um, it, yeah, it, just, it just a shout like of Memphis a, alone. It, yeah. it felt like a while there where it was going to be, oh shit. Okay. You need to, to win or to be in the top of this league. You need to put a super team together. Yeah, who's like that's what it felt like, space. right? Like, yeah, who can who can clear the cap space? Who can get your guy to tamper with two other guys and get them in here? Mm. But, I mean, we're seeing with the Lakers and the Nets, they're in the play-in, right? Like, it's not yeah. that might not be the way teams look at this going forward. Mm. Mm. But LeBron has tried to go his, like, constant route of surround shooters, surround me with shooters. And yeah. Then, and, I mean, it, you know, it, it's not always... Shoot. Unless their name's Malik Monk, they can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and I know it's not really Durant's fault, but it's like, w- without COVID... That big three is probably still together in Durant, Harden, and. But this Kyrie. is the thing, but like, and no, it's not Durant's fault. But I mean, he's also granted he's had a fantastic year coming back off his Achilles. But like, all of his injuries this year have been leg related. Like, it hasn't yeah. been anything. Yeah, hasn't been anything with his arms. Like, he hasn't I just done a forget how skinny like, his legs and how skinny he is. Yeah. Until I watched him warming up in his comeback game, bro. His warm ups yeah. are crazy. He's crazy, yeah. but he looked. You just forget. You're like, how can your legs like a string band? Yeah, like oh, it, bro, it yeah. doesn't seem like it should be possible, right? To do yeah. what he does. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's why his his warm-ups are so extensive is because like he needs to warm up and prepare his body for like literally every position he's going to put himself yeah. through. And yeah. when you're going out there with the intent to potentially score 50 every night because you can't rely on Bruce Bowen, yeah. you know, what uh or Bruce Brown, sorry. What uh what <laughs> there else you go. You... pretty much sums it up. Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought the, you were right the, the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Klansman, David Duke. The Klansman, Jr. David so Duke out here. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a bit it's a bit tough out there, but you're right. If you can't rely on you know Kyrie for eighty for uh, forty one games and and James Harden decides to have hamstring tightness and then move to Philadelphia, what more can you do? What yeah, more can it. you do? And his next step, I know it's a couple of years away, is going to be really interesting. Like mm-hmm. where KD goes next, because yep. he doesn't really seem to have any affiliation with anywhere. Like you couldn't yeah. really imagine him going back to OKC. He's just he a could... hired gun, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Now 100%. he is. I think. Yeah. And mm. I'm curious to see what team is doing well at that time to be like, all right, fuck it, we'll pull the trigger on KD. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be disgusting in the latter part of his career where he's in that Carmelo role and he's yeah. just a shooter. Yeah. Like yeah, he doesn't have to do the bench, anything right? else. Yeah. Comes off the bench for 20 minutes a game and it's just, hey, Kevin, you know how you're the greatest like one-on-one scorer we've ever seen? Just no, go and stand goes. over there and fucking hit jump shots. That's yeah, all we want yeah. you to do. Yeah. Um, and, and you you watch. He'll team up with someone like Ja Morant or someone who's insane in their MVP. Him and Zion. <laughs> Him and Zion. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be some 2K22 bullshit that, that we're just yeah. going to see these super teams. And he's going to be at the crux of it as well. Um, I think the thing that impressed me the most, though, is the uh, is the the trades. The trades yeah. in, the, in the middle of the in the middle of the season, like we have not had that many high class players moved and and acclimatized to their team so quickly. I mean, CJ McCollum, he's yep. he's a pelican now. Like he, that was a good he trade. Loves, I still like that playing trade. in New Orleans. Demantis Sabonis, the Kings actually look like an eighth seed for once. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is going on there? Um, it's just yeah. Anthony Simons come out of his shell ever since CJ has moved on. Like, there's just Wicked. there's Wicked. been it's it's everyone kind of won. Like there were lots yep. of like this guy got. I agree. I, I I don't think anyone really got fleeced too bad this trade deadline. Really, yeah. like, and no one no one got worse, and everyone got better. And it was just, it was really weird dynamic in that regard. Um, and it's just like it's going to be good to see everyone grow. Like Reese over in Indiana, especially with Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill's almost averaging a triple double while he's been in a bunch of places. Yeah, he is he's killing it. He's killing That's it. And then there. and then there's the outs, you know, the outside of things where De'Aaron Fox is now actually a yeah. basketball player again. Like, what the fuck yep. is going That's on? Been there, cra- so. That's been crazy. That's been crazy to me to see that actually. I mean, work is probably a strong word, but <laughs> to know to like that. The Aaron took a dip because there were so many guards and there just was so a log jam. Like, yeah. it, and I, I didn't think that was necessarily the case. I mm. thought if he's the best one and he's the guy, he'll find a way to do it. Yeah, I guess some guys aren't aren't built that way, and it's like these guys moved out of his way, and the sea kind of parted for him, and he's actually stepped up and playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's fucking killing and it. I'm, I'm loving seeing Aaron do some shit. And, I mean, the Harden for Simmons trade, like that's the first time I can. There'll probably be other ones. I mean, that we saw a superstar get traded for another superstar. Yeah. Normally, it's like superstar for a package of that's it picks and young players, and you get seventy five cents instead of one dollar. Like yeah. you, mm-hmm. this one, I feel like there was like a superstar for superstar trade. Mm. Mm. Yeah, completely agree. And it's and it's good to see both teams got better. Well, I mean. Hopefully Brooklyn gets better. But we assume they will. I hope they do. You hope they do. You hope they do. All right. Well, that's all we really got on the docket for tonight. Now, Nick, as we always do when we have guests on, we have three questions that we ask our guests, and we would love for you to participate as well, my friend. So 
Question number one, a book, podcast, album, or movie that has shaped or changed your life? Uh, to be honest, I, I toot and froed with this one. I'm going to go with podcast, though. Mm-hmm. Um, big shout out to the guys at No Dunks. No um, Dunks, yes. Big yeah. No Dunks fans, yeah. We're massive No Dunks fans. I, I froth them, and that's kind of the vision I have for where I want my life to be. Yeah. They are <laughs> wicked. Um, you know, it started a couple of years ago. I was at the time doing an apprenticeship in horticulture, Mm-hmm. And like my manager was like, oh, you know, you're pruning a vineyard. There's 50,000 vines, you know, put your headphones in and tune into some podcasts. I'd never listened to one before. Yep. I just wow. typed in basketball podcasts. At the time, <laughs> they might have been, uh, were they the, the starters? starters? Yeah, starters yeah, back starters then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, since then, they were the first podcast I really gravitated to. Still listen to them every day. And that yep. kind of drew the inspiration to start my own podcast. So I absolutely love what the boys do there. I'm telling you, you and you and friend of the podcast Josh would be fucking best friends. Like, I think absolutely. He's, yeah, he's Josh. Josh showed us <laughs> the starters, and yeah. we we absolutely love the starters as well. Like we followed him through the free agents, yep. no dunks. Like we used to get on YouTube every day and watch that twenty. When they used to have their show, that yeah. That's it. Yep. We felt yeah. for them when they didn't get picked up by the NBA again. I know. Like it's, yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it's and awesome to see them have such a big following now. Like that's yeah. their own. No, but no matter where they went, people will yep. follow them. And it's awesome to see because they, they put in a lot of work. And they, yeah. they seem like great guys too. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And that's like, you know, they've kind of set like a benchmark for like yeah. guys like us now, like yeah. what you can aspire to. Yeah. Um, exactly. So they were the one that's kind of just in the last few years been a bit of a game changer for me. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I also I do like with that. them like that they're not necessarily basketball guys. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They're not guys that have played like yep. played high level. They're not exactly. guys that have been involved in the system. They're just yep. guys who love basketball who chat about it. Mm. And that's it. And it and it comes across in what they do, like that yeah. passion and um yeah, exactly. That fact is they're not they're not hoopers. Like every, a lot of people in the media now, you've got to come from a background in it and yeah. whatever, whatever else. But um yeah, it's cool to see that the uh the pathway is there. Hundred percent, and that the fact that their brotherhood is basketball, like Lee getting in there, being an international guy. Trey yeah. obviously didn't know um, Je and um, yeah. and Tass. Like it's yeah, it's really good. Just to that see cohesion that. between them all is yeah. wicked. Yeah, and as we were saying just off the air, Maddie isn't the goal. That's the goal to um get ourselves all a JD. That's it, man. Yeah, we all got to get a JD. We need a media guy. Forms. We need a guy that just does it all for us, and we just <laughs> come and riff. That's the I have that guy. He's good. His name's Matt. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Nick, if you could uh, play football, any any brand of football, whether you want it to be Pommy football, NRL, AFL, or basketball with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, I tell you what, when I read this one, I was like, shit. This is like, <laughs> as like how do you exclude people? Which route do you go? Um, Heavy. But, yeah, first thing that came to mind was straight away, yeah, like LeBron and MJ, just because, you know, yeah. Goat status, just, you know, shooting the shit with those fellas would be unreal. Yeah. I think I'd probably cry once MJ looked at me. Just yeah. <laughs> intense as all hell. Uh, he, would, um, he, would, he would take that personally and he would fucking kill yeah. me. Oh, he, he would. He would, man. I actually said Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson? Wow. Yeah, oh, just because. That, it up. That's Hall of Fame worthy right there. I love yeah, that. That guy just does not stop smiling. I reckon yeah. it would just be a good laugh would chat about his dogs and whatnot, would shoot a couple of three balls and he would just smile. I wouldn't feel yeah. any pressure, just be a sick dude. I'd feel at ease. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I miss a shot, I reckon he'd put his arm around me. If I if I hit one, I reckon I'm the third splash brother, but yeah. <laughs> I reckon it'd be a hoot and a half with him. I reckon it'd be a good time. No yeah. pressure. 
That's, that's a great lovely. shout. I love that's that. Great, yeah, that's I love awesome when we get shout. ones that are yeah that that are really out there. And people have put like time to think about. Yeah, yeah. That, fr- that fringe players. I mean, Clay Thompson, you know, seventy seventh best player of all time. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Can't really call him a fringe, but yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Uh, and last one, what is the go to? What's the dish that your mum cooks that you can't live without? Damn, this you know, I've I've just pretty much praised you for the last two questions, but this one was this one was the hardest. Um, <laughs> I've actually gone so growing up, I used to have um, heaps of salmon. And it yeah. was done in like this kind of Asian dressing. All you like, you have mirin and fish oil, all this different stuff. I couldn't even tell you the recipe. I don't even know the recipe. Yeah. But it was just unbelievable. Have it with a nice little salad on the side, little yeah. garden salad. But this, you know, it was kind of a game changer for me. I still absolutely love it. Um, and it was always one of those kind of dishes just on special occasions that really stood out. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved it. So the salmon, love it now. The salmon, very I think that's good. the healthiest one we've that had. Is, that is it's definitely normally the all pasta and everything. <laughs> yeah. and heavy, but I like it. Keep yeah. it light in your feet. Something to put you in a food coma. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Love that. All right. Well, that comes to the end of the show. Lachlan, do you have anything more that you want to touch on, my guy? No, I'm all good. I had a great time. Yeah, it was a great time. Nick, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, where can the people find you and the boys for the Daily Dribble? Fellas, a big thank you for having me on. Loved every minute. Uh, you can find us at The Daily Dribble. Um, we're on all your leading podcast providers, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the rest of them. Social media as well, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, The Daily Dribble. Um, yeah, really appreciate being on, fellas. Had an absolute blast with you guys. Yeah, bro, we love having you on. We'll have to get you on with all the other yeah. boys as well. And no, uh, we're going to get really you on as well. This has been a hoot. Yeah, love that. Love that. All right, Locke. Well, where can people find us? As always, the people can find us at Fifth and Dribble, wherever you find shit. If you're somewhere going, I got to find some shit, type in fifth and dribble bang, we'll probably pop up. If we don't, oh, you're not looking hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whatever phone provider you have, Siri or, or the Google lady will say, this is some shit. And, yeah, and you will know that you've, you know that you've you found us. Yes. All right. And then, uh, I mean, Slide into the DMs. We need to get question time going again. Yeah, you know? we'll, start, we'll start question time. Now Now we've got some more structure now. Football's back. We'll do question time next week. Bust out the soundboard. We'll get, get going. Get the soundboard going. We'll get a bit of Matt's weird DMs going as well. Guys, tune in to the Thursday episode as well. NRL is kicking off. We are about to go fucking ham, cheese, tomato on this NRL season. Ooh. And then after we get off the pod, we're getting ready to go to the game. So nah, it's going to nah, be a nah, good we're one. Doing the, we're doing the... Where what are we doing? Wednesday. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was setting that up perfectly to roll into Nobody Thursday. believes you. They know we do night before. They know we do night before. Okay, well, <laughs> it's called movie magic. has been ruined. Yeah. It's a movie magic. You killed the movie magic. Yeah, you oh. crushed it for everyone. Uh, I'm out here crushing dreams. That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nick, if you ever want to come on instead of Lachlan, you are more than welcome. Lachlan, you're sacked. You're you're trying to replace you're, me. You've turned into a liability lock. Yeah, I know, is, I know. Liability Not the first, Lachlan. it won't be the last. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you on Thursday, which we will film on Wednesday. Fuck yes, you, Lachlan. Yes, we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs>